This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Travis Ryer of the BamaOnline.com staff following the media viewing period at Monday's football practice at the University of Alabama. The Crimson Tide coming off a 35-13 win over the Tennessee Volunteers on Saturday, Saturday night to be exact, over there at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Uh, first night game of the season. A lot of you people were excited about that. You enjoyed the LED light show. Certainly a welcomed addition to the in-game experience here in Tuscaloosa. Pretty pretty cool, if I do say so myself. We are inside right now Coleman Coliseum, which on Sunday the Alabama men's team hosted Jacksonville State in a secret scrimmage, the Crimson Tide. According to reports from the secret scrimmage, it was very secretive. The Alabama men's basketball team, a 90-81 to 81 winner over the Gamecocks at Jacksonville State. If you remember, I think last year the two got together, and Jack State kind of took Avery Johnson's final team here at the Capstone to the woodshed. So Nate Oates uh, getting a secret scrimmage win anyway. According to those reports, Kyra Lewis Jr. with 21 points in the game, Herb Jones, John Petty with 17 apiece, JV and Davis. Young post player uh, with uh, close to a double-double, according to reports, anyway, from the secret scrimmage. But uh, we're here to talk football for the most part as Alabama, again, with the weather outside today, rainy conditions here in Tuscaloosa, nothing severe, uh, almost tropical in feel, uh, almost a, if you've ever spent time on the coast, maybe a nor'easter-like feel to the conditions here in Tuscaloosa on Monday. So the Crimson Tide inside the Hank Crisp Indoor Facility in shorts and helmets under head coach Nick Saban from an injury standpoint, obviously the big one, the one that Alabama had hoped to avoid at all costs, uh, even with injuries to Dylan Moses, LeBron Ray, Josh McMillan, you know, all the season ending type injuries that this team has had really wanted to steer clear of an issue at the quarterback position, but it unfolded that way on Saturday night. Of course, Tuatanga Vailoa going down with a high ankle sprain. They're in the second quarter against the Tennessee Vols. No sign of Tuatanga Vailoa at today's practice. As we know, Tua underwent the tightrope procedure, this time on the right ankle last year after the Georgia game in the SEC championship. It was the left ankle. So Tua recovering from that. Nick Saban earlier today said he was hopeful that in a sort of 10-day window, you might see Tua Tonga Vailoa get back to some rehab activity. You know, which if you're doing some math here, which I know a lot of you are in relation to that LSU game on November the 9th, that's a tight window. It's tighter. It's the, the drawback of this situation. The good news is, is that Tua's been through this before with the other ankle. The bad news is that he had a week more to get through it as far as the rehab and the recovery. Uh, Alabama played Georgia on December the 1st uh, uh, last season in that SEC championship game. Didn't play again. I believe it was the 29th of December was that Orange Bowl appearance against the Oklahoma Sooners. So, you know, had 28 days in between there. You're looking at 21 this time around. Thankfully, there is a bye week. 
from the Alabama perspective uh, that helps you. But as we were in there today, it was Mac Jones under the watchful eye of offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian during individual drills. Uh, otherwise, team that looked to be pretty well accounted for following that game Saturday night. Pretty physical game. You know, it was a Tennessee game. Jeremy Pruitt's got those guys playing uh, sort of the way that he wants. He just needs to get more guys who can play at the level that he needs them to play at. But um, Alabama looking to be in pretty good shape. Uh, Will Reichard, you heard from Nick Saban earlier today. Saban used after the game and today the word re-injured in terms of that hip flexor issue that Will Reichard is dealing with. Don't like the sound of re-injury because that sort of takes you to thinking that he's back to square one, to ground zero, uh, starting over essentially, Uh, and that's just a tough injury. We've talked about it here many times before. Kickers, punters, when you start dealing with quads or hip flexors or groins or things like that, it's kind of the equivalent of a running back with a high ankle sprain. And you don't really know whether or not you're fully recovered until you give it a full go. And that's what Will Riker tried to do Saturday night on his punt uh, that struggled to get airborne. And it was pretty clear pretty quickly that Will Riker uh, was dealing with that hip flexor issue once again. The good news, Ty Pirine. Man, what a revelation, huh, in the third quarter. A couple of really nice punts. And not just punts that flipped the field, but these were punts you go back and you put the old trusty handheld stopwatch on it, you know. Uh, those were punts that I had at mid four five, mid fours, uh, hang time, four five, four six hang times. You take that every day of the week. You, know, you get a guy that'll average 44, 45 with that type of hang time. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna be just fine. Now we'll see. Assuming Alabama punts this week against Arkansas, we'll see if Ty P. Ryan can carry it over into a. Second straight game, but a very impressive performance. You saw him get after it in coverage a little bit, too, with an assisted tackle. So, uh, you know, it was good news, bad news. Bad news that you look like you're once again going to be without Will Riker, perhaps for an extended stretch. That means Joseph Bulovis is going to handle your placements, kickoffs, um, field goals, those things. Uh, and Ty P. Ryan, it looks like he's going to be a, a big part of this kicking game moving forward. The uh, walk-on from Prattville. Stand up, Prattville. You know, go through Prattville a good bit, hit 65 right there, get into Montgomery and then go around, hit 231 and head down. Yeah, know all about Prattville, man. I'm all about Prattville. I want to play that golf course in Prattville. When you're coming into Prattville on 82, there's that country club on the right you go by. And it looks like a pretty fun little golf course. Might have to try to play there sometime. Anyway, Alabama otherwise in there today, again, about what you would expect. Um, The running backs, because they were inside today, we did get a good look at Najee Harris coming off his second straight 20 carries or more outing. 41 carries for Najee Harris in the last two games. Couple hundred yards and some change for the junior running back. And with Matt Jones in line to start Saturday night, perhaps it's gonna be more of a night. You know, the old heads out there, I think are gonna like Saturday night at Bryant-Denny Stadium. It's gonna be homecoming. There's gonna be a feeling of nostalgia already. And then you're probably going to see run the damn ball, Bama. Although, I hesitate to go full 2008 sort of with it because I don't think there's any way Sarkeesian's going to say, you know what, I've got these four wide receivers, but we're just going to give them the night off. I mean, you're still going to get touches for Judy and Devontae Smith and uh, Jalen Waddell and 
Henry Ruggs III. So I don't think it's going to be total retro Bama on Saturday night, but um, I'm probably going to grind it out a little bit. And with that offensive line playing at a good level for you and Najee Harris seemingly in sync, Brian Robinson averaging – what did Brian Robinson average the other night? About 5.7 a carry. You're going to stick with those running backs a pretty good bit. So there you go. That was pretty much what we saw during the media viewing period today at practice. The offensive line early in the week works in pairings. You'll see centers and guards, guards and tackles. Didn't really notice anything out of the ordinary there. Looks like that's going to stay the same moving forward. Chris Owens still wearing that number 84 jersey. You saw him in 84, Chris Owens, on Saturday night. Worked at uh, tight end a little bit in the game. Kendall Randolph sort of in that role now, which tells you they feel like they really need some help more at that traditional inline, hand-in-the-ground tight end position, and it showed up a couple times. Tennessee uh, dominated the edge a couple times against the Alabama run game on Saturday night. Um, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think we're good. Alex Leatherwood, your SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week. Alabama LSU set for 230 in a couple, three Saturdays from now. 230 kickoff, actually more like 239. And, look, I know people wanted that game at night, but you're going to have daylight savings time deal coming. You're going to be falling back the weekend of November the 2nd. So you're going to have at least half that game at night. And it's a CBS game, and you know how long those go. I mean, CBS game kick off at 11 a.m. The second half is going to be at night in November. So you're still going to have your lights. You're going to have your lights and be able to enjoy the, the football. So... What do you got for me? Anything today? Donald wants to know who will back up Mac Jones this week. Well, Nick Saban today was asked about Talia Tonga-Vailoa, and he did, in fact, say that Talia is the backup this week. So there you go, the true freshman. Next up, and, um, you know, it's a big week for the, for the position in general. I mean, it's a big week for Mac Jones for a couple different reasons. For Mac Jones, he needs to – establish himself as a legitimate option you know if it comes down to it it's not just about Arkansas with the uncertainty involving Tua even for LSU this is a guy that if if he's next guy up and you really believe you can win some football games uh, against elite competition with this guy it it needs to be cemented here in the next couple weeks you don't want to go into LSU week kind of thinking hoping that Mac Jones can do it I mean it's going to be a challenge even if Tua were healthy to beat that LSU team. Uh, but this is a big couple of weeks for Mac, and you know, it's a big couple of weeks for Talia because if he gets increased reps, you know, that means he gets an opportunity to show that he's grown in, in his own right. And perhaps he's closer to Mac and positioning himself in a way that, you know, even if it isn't during this season, you go into the offseason assuming Tua goes pro. Uh, is in a good spot in terms of that competition with Bryce Young coming in because you know, most people expect that the, the young man from the West Coast will be a, a real factor. What else for me today, gang, on this rainy, 
rainy Monday afternoon in Tuscaloosa. You guys still sleepy from that late kickoff Saturday night, huh? What time did some of you get home? If you made the trip from, say, outside the greater Tuscaloosa area, what was the ETA getting back home after that 8 p.m. plus kickoff, I guess, on Saturday? What was it? When did you get back? I got to think, if you're Huntsville, if you're Huntsville Harry, and you went straight home, I mean, with traffic and everything, and you stayed till the final gun, had to be, what, 3 o'clock in the morning or so? Yeah. Anyway, well, I don't know if the comments are not loading or what, but um, we may be cutting this one a little short. But that's your update, anyway. We gave you the injury update. We gave you what we saw. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, practice today and hit a couple questions for you. So we'll do that. We'll wrap it up. We've got uh, we've got this going to go to a podcast for you uh, on the Built by Bama online podcast. You're going to be able to access it there. Um, and also you've got a T. Watts and TR Built by Bama podcast from earlier today that should be dropping into your uh, podcast bin there on your smartphone. So this one will be doing the same. And we'll do this again on Wednesday. We'll do instant analysis again on Wednesday. you got continuing coverage from Charlie Potter, practice report updates from players today, from Nick Saban today, what Saban said, what we think it means is up on the website right now. So we've got you covered at BamaOnline.com. Until Wednesday, when we join you again for instant analysis, take care, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.